0: Connecting life and faith. This is Connections.
1: Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood with Mike Tom. Today's guest does it all. He's a trial lawyer by trade. He's also a Christian star, a director and writer. He's also the CEO of Pryor Entertainment. We're joined today by Scott Pryor. He's going to share a little bit about his most recent release, Tulsa. It's a faith-based film about a marine biker whose life is turned upside down when he's united with his sassy nine-year-old daughter that he never knew existed. He's going to share a little bit about the inspiration behind that film. He's also going to talk about his own faith journey. We'll hear all of that and so much more today on Connections. Today's guest has a long list of titles. We're joined today by Scott Pryor. He is the CEO of Pryor Entertainment. Speaking of titles, uh, you do, you you have a lot of things on your list. Though. You're a screenwriter, producer, an actor, director, a vet, uh, and a lawyer. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure.
0: So, uh... Well, I mean, you, you kind of covered it. Uh, I, I was in the Marine Corps. Uh, I joined the Marine Corps when I was 17. I, I left and uh, right right after uh, high school. And then um, I went to college, became a trial lawyer. And uh, during that process, I've always had the um, the desire to do films. And I did some acting in high school and college and that sort of stuff. And so Uh, I just felt led. I felt that that, uh, God was calling me to do films, and I I was uh, writing, uh, play, uh, actually, some skits for my church originally, and then I wrote a Christmas play that then turned into a full-length screenplay, and then um, that was our very first film called The List, and we had no idea what we were doing, but we made it, uh, and we submitted to a number of film festivals, and it it got uh, Most Inspirational Film. Uh, And then we won some secular film festivals for some of their highest honors. So uh, we ended up getting distribution on that and we have worldwide distribution on that. So that's our very first film. And then, um, you know, I continue to practice law. Uh, I do very serious injury and uh, wrongful death cases. So we sit daily um, at the tables of people who've been harmed in, in horrific ways or their family members have been killed. And so we really deal with tragedy, and so we end up taking um, just the true life stories and and uh, just the t- different people we interact with, and actually write that uh, write that on the screen. So you know we're able to tell um, compelling stories in the courtroom, and then again translate that onto the screen. And uh, so it's it's uh it's great to be able to sit down and fight for people who've who've had these tragedies. And then, um, obviously, you know, truth is stranger than fiction and, and, uh, being at the table with, uh, just real life people who are hurting. Um, and then just writing that into our stories is, is just, uh, it's an honor and, and, um, and I love doing it. (laughs) What's it like for you to, uh, yeah. Fight these people fight for these people in the courtroom, but then you get to watch their story come to life on the screen. What's that like for you? And what's it like for those people as well? Mike, that's a great question. So, you know, I'm I'm very passionate, um, very very passionate in law. Um, you know, I'll have judges say, you know, you need to calm down, Mister Pryor. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I get a uh, I get very wound up, especially when I see injustice. Uh, you know, first of all, you know what I do in the law is, you know, I fight insurance companies because you know we we pay them and they don't like to uh, pay us. Typically, there's some that are certainly better than others, um, but uh, so. It's a it's a brutal 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 fight. It's like you're slaying a giant when you know we go up against these big corporations. But I love a challenge, and I and I love doing it. And, and the reward, the payoff, is to be able to really help people and kind of show them that light at the end of the tunnel because you know you're representing them in a very dark time. So that's very rewarding. Um, and then what I absolutely love about filmmaking is is getting a spark of an idea um, and then fleshing that in. Yeah, fleshing that out as a full length story. And then of course, creating the story, which is, which is awesome. I love, I love filming. Um, I love just being on set with, with, uh, people who become your family. And then, um, of course watching it on the big screen and seeing people affected by the story and then getting, getting a lot of feedback from, from people literally around the world of just the, their different personal stories of, of, um, you know, things that have, that, that have happened. For instance, on the list, our very first film, we, in the last, in the last year, we've had two people reach out and say, um, got to use this film to um, inspire me to not, you know, to seek help because they were suicidal. Um, and then in uh, Black Bear, which is our second film, uh, it's, it's mainly geared towards veterans and like the mixed martial arts community. It's an underground cage fight film, action film we get a lot of people who've just really struggled. There was a pastor in Michigan who said he was kind of at the end of his rope, he was a veteran and had seen a lot of tragedy and PTSD. And um, he said it really kind of gave him him light. And so that's, uh, that's important to us. That's the why of, you know, why we do these films is to help people. And then of course with Tulsa, our latest uh, uh, film, we've been receiving a ton of messages because now it's out on, um, across, the, uh, across the country in, in North America. And so we get a lot of messages of, oh, wow, this has really helped me. Um, one person walked out of the theater and he said, you know, I'm canceling my plans and I'm going to go and, and um, talk to my son who I haven't talked to in years and we've had a problem. He's, uh, he said, I'm going to make that relationship right. And then we had another lady, same exact showing. She walked out of the theater and said, you know, I, I left my faith years ago and I, I want to go and reconnect with my faith. And so that's um, that's extremely encouraging for us to hear from the different people who uh, have whose lives have been affected, because when you're when you're filming, sometimes you just feel like, you know, it, it's you and a couple of people and you're in the middle of a of a desert and you're in the middle of a war, um, you know, filming and 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 all the challenges that come with it. Again, I love it, but sometimes you feel very, very alone and, you know, so there's a lot of lot of struggles and um, a lot of challenges with it, but it's uh, but. We still love to do it
1: now you brought up tulsa i had a chance to um, check out the trailer and in just those couple of minutes wow there is huge impact tell us a little bit more about tulsa and the inspiration behind that
0: sure um so tulsa is and, and some people we get this comment a lot some people say oh you show the whole film in the trailer and i will tell you you have not seen the whole film in the trailer <laughs> uh you've seen just a snippet and so anyone who's watched it said oh no it's much much deeper than that so the inspiration for Tulsa was actually, I was working on a case. Um, we had just filmed Black Bear and I was in um, Los Angeles working on another script and I was flying back to Atlanta. Um, I was getting ready to go to trial on a, on a case, uh, big case, and I'll keep the, the particulars of that private. But I had a conversation with the family and I said, you know, how has this tragedy affected you? And um, I remember the dad saying, you know, I used to take my daughter to the daddy daughter dance. And um, after the injury, you know, she, she could only dance for five or 10 minutes when, when we used to dance all night. And, uh, I just thought, wow, that really hit me. Cause those are the things in life. And those are the things, um, that are, that, that really affect us and move us emotionally, not just, you know, oh, we have a lot of medical bills or, um, this or that it's, it's those things in life that are so precious. And I remember just chewing on, you know, my trial strategy, uh, while I was flying back and and just the story kind of came to light. Uh, we originally were gonna name Tulsa "Daddy Daughter Dance." That was the original working title, and so um, we just kind of built it out from there. And and uh, we fictionalized, you know, some characters and and some things around, uh, you know, the story. But it was uh, that's kind of how it came to light. And uh, we're we're super pleased and, and pumped at um, at uh, what what came out of it.
1: Now you're also a father. You have uh, three sons. Hearing stories like this and being um, a trial lawyer, how does that affect you personally? Um, being a father as well.
0: Um, that's a really good question. So, being a trial lawyer, and, and uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story. So, in in terms of the cases that I, that I work on where somebody's died, I will bring in um, my videographer on the film side and videotape we we'll, we do day in the life of videos and the first time i brought in a buddy of mine um he was sitting there behind the camera and we were interviewing the family members and everything and he was just bawling and in tears he's like how do you do this and uh because they're just they're just her, it's just really tough stories it's really tough on the family and i say well you know I, i'm in a position where we can where we can you know tell these people's stories and 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 we deal with it daily, and we can kind of be the that objective um, voice of reason where we're helping people. And I don't want to say you get used to it because you don't get used to it, but but on the other hand, you kind of do get used to just dealing with you know the people, you know my clients, and 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 you can be there for them. And with my own with my own sons, a lot of times I'll I'll talk to them in different ways uh, about cases and just stuff that I'm working on, and sometimes I bring them into the practice. And of course they're they're young. And so they don't understand everything, but I'll bring them into the practice and just explain, Hey, you know, this person is hurting. So it's always important. As a matter of fact, yesterday I had a long conversation with them, I said, you never, ever, ever um, give up an opportunity to help somebody. I said, if somebody needs help and you can help them, it's important to help them whether you get anything out of it or not, you have to do that. And then um, it's interesting because something came around full circle where, I, where I'd helped somebody uh, a number of years ago. Uh, it was, kind of outside of the realm of what I, what I did, but it actually came around. I actually didn't charge them for it. And so it came around and, and here, this person is, is uh, helping us out in, in, in a really key way. And of course I don't, I didn't do it expecting anything, but I just, I try to give them examples, real life examples and teach them and kind of pour into them. Um, and, you know, that's, that's one of the things I enjoy. Uh, but I, I definitely don't, you know, hide the truth from them. Uh, but, uh, but anyhow, so it's, it's, it's definitely a good parenting tool for sure.
1: How do you make time to do everything that you do? (laughs) Uh,
0: that's, that's a very good question. Um, that is, that's, that's a real challenge. Um, first of all, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely the grace of God who opens doors and allows us to do what we do. I mean, bar none, it is absolutely the grace of God, um, I could tell you so many stories where we're literally just in the wilderness and and working and moving forward uh, without, you know, like, how's this going to happen? And just God brings the right people. Uh, So uh, the team, we actually stand up really, really great teams who come and help and are passionate about the projects. Uh, My law office, I have a a staff and, and, um, you know, I, I tell people who uh, I have recruiters and stuff who recruit for me. And I say, look, I want rock stars. I don't want if, if they're not a rock star, I love them, but I don't want them working for me because we've got to have a rock star staff. And so, you know, I give credit away to the very, very, very hardworking team um, teams around us, whether it be law or films that uh, without them, forget it. I mean, I may be the face of these interviews, but I have so many people working. And then my, my wife is, is uh, the kind of unsung hero. She's, she's always kind of behind the scenes. Um, as a matter of fact, she's off to my right, <laughs> judging my, judging my interview so i will get your notes english my english i will get notes on you know so how did you think that interview well i think i think it went pretty good hmm, really okay well there's some things we need to work on but anyhow so like how about some affirmation but uh but anyhow so we do have really really solid teams of passionate people who come around us um, for Black Bear, like the, the, our second film, I mean, we had, I and mean, this is includes extras and everything else. We had 500 people help us make that film and we film on, you know, we just don't have an abundance of money. So typically we're filming uh, very with very, very little. And people always like, you can't make a film for, for that amount of money. I'm like, okay, watch us. And then we do. and people are like, what are, how, you know, how, how many, how much you spend on that? How many millions? I'm like, I oh, yeah, just kind of laugh. Cause we, 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 uh, we, <laughs> typically are able to do a lot with, with, with very little. Um, but anyhow, but definitely the team. And, and, um, and again, my wife is definitely the secret sauce. What's it uh, been like trying to release a film in the middle of (laughs) COVID-19? Well, honestly, Mike, it's, it's a huge, it was a huge challenge. Um, we knew going in and everybody said, do not even think about, releasing a film during COVID 19 because theaters were all shut down i mean they were all shut down and you know it's one of these things where you know i prayed about it we prayed about it and uh so we went to regal and we said you know and keep in mind we're we're independent filmmakers so so we don't have um you know it's a lot tougher for us than a than a film studio who's doing avengers when they go to theaters you know they, they they're kind of the gorilla in the room So we went to Regal, we said, here's our trailer, here's a, here's the film and here's a movie poster. Are you interested? And, um, God just opened a door and, and they're like, they, you know, they watched whatever. And they said, um, yeah, how many theaters do you want? Like, uh, all of them. And so we're, we were super excited about that. And that was risky because there's, you know, there's fees associated with that. And it's one of these things where I was praying, I'm like, God, what, you know, what, what do you, what do you, you know, what did you have us do? And, and honestly, there was a lot of silence and I was not getting this clear cut, you know, vision or anything. And so then I thought, well, maybe this is a test of my faith. And so I said, all right, well, if you're going to open a door, I'm going to, you know, I'm, we're going to go and we're going to go. So I said, I want every, I want every theater. And uh, so it ended up the first, uh, the first week nobody knew theaters were open. So our, our numbers were not great. And, uh, but we, but I knew this, I knew that if people, if we can just get people to watch Tulsa, they're going to walk out of the theater and they're going to be like, they're going to be our ambassadors. It's a very, very powerful film. It's a film of hope and love and redemption. And it's very moving. And so, and we knew that about the film. Um, And so anyhow, so then so, so obviously theaters, nobody knew they were open. And then the second hurdle was, of course, once they opened it, everyone's like, oh, it's COVID. I mean, we're scared, you know, no, people were scared to go. And so then you had some theaters, there was like three or four people, but then we had some theaters packing out. So, um, definitely challenging. And the first couple of weeks was like, oh man, this is, this is tough, but it actually did a 13 week run. And, uh, by the grace of God, it set a record for the highest, uh, the second highest, um, gross domestic box office for self-distribution of theaters meaning we made the film we got it in theaters and so we got the second highest of all time not just 2020 but all time
1: in the During middle of a pandemic
0: COVID. like how do you do that <laughs> it
1: yeah doesn't make so
0: sense. That, and that was and, and honestly that was all god because you got to keep in mind it, it all comes so scott Pryor law films uh excuse me funds are our, our films uh, now we're going to go out for financing um for our future projects for sure um, because we've been approached by different people, which is awesome. Uh, but I'm telling you, you know, these big studios they have millions of dollars for, for marketing. And they call P and a money prints and advertising and, and basically marketing money. And our, our budget was $100 per theater where we just wrote ran local Facebook ads. Now that's, that's insane to have a, you know, have a nationwide release just doing very little, but we knew that once people, we just got to get people to theaters who watch it and then they will tell their friends, like, you've got to go see this film. And um, and just honestly, the grace of God, he just brought people. And and uh, so we had, a, you know, we had obviously a, a, a great run and 13 weeks was incredible. So um, and now, of course, it's out on uh, cable and VOD platforms and that sort of stuff. And we're getting messages across the country. And it's been pirated, I don't know, 50 some times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like t- taking pirate and films down and and uh it's like okay sounds good and they'll chase you know the pirates are very very slick and so we're constantly trying to you know pull it down and but anyhow so uh, that's that's another point but
1: now you obviously have a strong faith um you you're a christian star christian director writer where did your faith start well, tell us a little bit about your faith journey
0: sure so um faith Well, my parents uh my parents when they were young they, they were they were not people of faith um they were, they were not Christians. My dad was like a wild honky tonk piano player who, you know, owned a bar. He was a wild man. got kicked out of high school, got kicked out of the army, uh, back when getting kicked out of the army was very tough to do. So, um, so he was a wild man. And then my mom married him and, and we were young and they came to faith. And I used to live in Montana. Uh, I was born in Montana. And so they came to faith when I was, when I, when I was little. And so then, you know, we, we went to church and, and, um, and kind of, not so funny story. When I was a kid, you know, I understood, you know, you know, heaven and hell and I understood lying was bad. And uh, so I remember one time I, I was, I was in like kindergarten and I had lied about eating all my lunch. Cause I had something, in my lunch, I didn't like probably vegetables. And I was like, Oh yeah, I ate <laughs> my lunch. And, and I remember thinking, Oh man, I told a lie. And so I'm going to go to hell. The flip side of that is if I told my teacher, I told a lie. I would get in so much trouble at home. My dad was a very heavy handed disciplinarian. Um, and so I knew I would, I would catch a beating that, uh, you know, I couldn't sit down for a week. And that's pretty literal. And so I was caught in this cash 22. And so I remember going as a kid to like this vacation Bible school when, and um, they presented, you know, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I remember thinking, wow, you know, I can get, I can get my, you know, I can get these sins forgiven. And so, um, I, I just remember going forward and just, just talking to somebody and, and just deciding to follow Christ. And, and I remember as a little kid walking out, feeling this massive burden off my shoulders and, um, you know, so, you know, moving on, uh, you know, in the faith journey, I used to struggle with, um, you know, does God love me? Um, did I say the right words? And and I I didn't have an understanding of that grace. And um and it wasn't really until I was older that I understood the grace of God. Uh, that Christ didn't come to the world to condemn the world, but to but to save us. And so I really kind of you know had a better understanding of grace. Uh, I guess I guess my to be candid, you know my struggle now is that that you know I, I struggle. And of course I you know believe in reading the Bible and and and, and praying, and, and I try to do that daily as much as I can, but my struggle then becomes trust. I think some people struggle, you know, is there a God? I've never really had that struggle. Um, But I think the other, other people struggle with, can I trust God? You know, is he for me? Does he love me? Um, Et cetera, et cetera. And so that's, that's a, that's kind of a a battle um, that I rage. And I I certainly do trust God. And, and, um, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, being a filmmaker, you definitely have that. You know, am I in the wilderness? I'm not hearing from you, God. But then all of a sudden, you know, things will things will work out and you'll see his hand and the sovereignty of God where he's actually working behind the scenes where, you know, he does work all things for good. And he definitely has a purpose for us. And, you know, if you have any listeners right now listening, you know, I want to tell, tell you and encourage you that a, God loves you. Um, and sometimes you will not feel that you'll feel all alone. You'll feel like you're in the desert. You'll feel like nobody cares, but God does care. and He does love you. And the second thing I will tell you is God has a purpose for your life. So um, seek that, seek that purpose. Um, just, you know, get on your knees, just focus on him and, and um, just seek that purpose. And you need to do that on a daily basis. And it may not just roll out, you know, like in writing in the sky, but just know there is a purpose for you and um it, if if you're going along in life and you don't think that there's a purpose you know where are you going and so you know and that's a battle and it's a struggle that that I had um I've had times in my life where I was absolutely 100% flat on my back just depressed and um you know where am I going what's this about and you know you got to seek that purpose and and um you know, I've been through some rough times myself. I'm just going to be candid and hopefully that helps some of you out there who are listening. Um, but I'm telling you, seek that purpose, get up and seek that purpose and pray and just seek, seek God because he will reveal that if, if, if you're faithful. Any new films in the works for you right now, or are you just focusing on law for a little bit? Um, definitely, focus, definitely focus on law. Um, that's, a, that's a focus every day because it's, it's just I, I, when that phone rings, I never know what I'm going to hear on the other end. It is, uh, it's, 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 it's always interesting, but um, certainly uh, focus on law. But the, the flip side of that is, yes, we're developing projects. One of the um, projects we're working on right now, I'm super excited about. It's called I'm OK. That's the working title. And uh, it is it is a faith based script about mental health. Um, there's a mental health. Uh, I hate to use the word crisis because it's overused, but there's a mental health crisis in our in our country and in our world. Um, and I feel like your average person does deal with mental health issues, whether it be anxiety, depression, boredom. You know the triangle the, the triangle of death: anxiety, depression, depression, boredom. Um, you know, and, and, and other more serious mental health diseases. And so, so we're working on that. We actually have kind of your average everyday family in the story. Um, just to give you a little teaser, the stories about your average everyday family, and they're going through different mental health issues at different stages and kind of how that plays in and ties in. And, and, um, it's just, we actually, um, sought ad- advice from uh, a counselor who, who's, you know, deals with this day in and day out and literally said, how do we help, you know, how do we help people? How can we weave truth, uh, into these stories where we can kind of show an example. Uh, we always like to take our characters and, and, um, you know, I never want to beat somebody over the head with faith or beat somebody over the head with, um, you know, what, whatever, but, but we'd like to educate, inspire and entertain. So I want to take the characters, uh, and, and show their struggles, articulate what is this struggle? What is their battle? What is their weakness and what do they need? And I, and I like to weave that weave that into the story and weave that into the journey. So you come up alongside and you say, man, you know, that's what I battle with. And how's this character, how's it playing out? You know, cause we deal with in Tulsa and the other, the other films we do, we deal with addiction, uh, the alcohol, you know, prescription pills. I mean, whatever we, we deal and tackle really tough issues that people are dealing with. And that's where I think we get such a powerful response from the films. Um, you know, that people are like, wow, I needed that. That was so, I needed that. that, that was, that was so important. So that's a project we're working on. Um, and it's just, hasn't really been done that I know of. I mean, somebody may have done it, but we really want to, we want to tackle that squarely because we know it's a current issue. Um, and so that's one of the films we're doing. And then we've got a couple action films where, um, one's a, one's an ISIS action film, which, uh, we're excited about as well. That's called law sons. And, um, we have uh, some other films we're working on we got a we got a romantic comedy that that uh, we're working on as well so definitely some projects in the, in the mix and uh, we're excited to we're excited to uh, to uh, produce
1: how can people find out or learn more about yourself and learn more about Tulsa how can they watch it
0: sure no problem so if if somebody wants to follow like future projects I post on my social media which I'm not great at social media. but I, I'm trying to get better. Uh, my social, my social media team's like, uh, you need to actually take pictures where you're in the picture. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not the selfie guy, you know, but they're like, uh, can you take a picture where you're in the picture? Uh, and they're, po- you know, they kind of post stuff for me and stuff, but, um, anyhow, my, my social media is, uh, official Scott Pryor and S-C-O-T-T Pryor, of course P is in Paul, R-Y-O-R um, so we'll, we'll, you know, we post about future projects and stuff on that. For Tulsa um, you can either go to priorentertainment.com and that's where, that's just our film company and, and you can see our different projects and, and where you can um, find those uh, and then we have a movie page for Tulsa itself which is TulsaTheMovie.com uh, but if you want to follow all our projects definitely you can follow me on you know, the the social media platforms Official Scott Pryor. And then Pryor Entertainment um, is where, you know, we kind of post everything. And then just for Tulsa is TulsaTheMovie.com. Thanks.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Thanks again for joining us on The Connections Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again.